0: Let the torch of freedom burn. Welcome to the Intersection of Faith and the Culture. It's Walt Live. Thanks for joining us today. We are going back to the Pro-Family Legislators Conference. Different presentation this time around. But I really enjoy getting to share these with you. You know, these are, these are special um, events, if you will, where legislators come together from across the country. These are people that have been elected by the people in their community to represent them at the state level in the House or the Senate, and and they they need the encouragement of each other to know that as conservative, constitutional Christians, they're not alone, but they also need to hear from experts on different issues uh, to, to be able to go back and make good legislation. I mean, that's what makes a good legislator, that they're willing to continually learn. And so we get the opportunity once a year to bring legislators together, uh, give them the chance to sharpen each other's countenance as iron sharpens iron, but also bring in... Speakers that give them the opportunity to learn about issues in a way that will um, inform their legislative process and and allow them to get ahead of the curve on a lot of the things that have been going on. And you know, one of the the, the of course hot topics uh, that has uh, plagued our culture and seems to be getting worse is is sex trafficking. And one of the guys that is one of the best experts on this and is doing a lot to save kids and save uh, individuals. Is Yako Bullions, and and he's a guy that that I, I've had the chance to to speak on the stage with him a couple of times. Uh, I had the chance to actually testify with him at the state board of education on dealing with some things. He's involved in a lot more, but he's just one of these guys that the Lord has blessed with a voice, um, and and a and a platform, uh, in a very special way. And he's just one of those guys that when he speaks, people listen, and it has an impact. And so we enjoyed having him at the legislators' conference, but we want you to get to experience that as well. and So we're going to jump into his presentation, so it'll be both today and tomorrow that you'll be hearing from Jaco at the Pro Family Legislators Conference. If you want to visit his website, it's com, and we'll have a link to make it easy at wobblerslive.com today so you can get there. By the way, I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution coach and a former Texas legislator, so uh, as a former legislator, I really appreciate the opportunity that this conference gives to these legislators across the country, and uh, I also appreciate the chance to, to to bring it to you, our our listening audience. So thank you to all of you that have donated to make this program possible. Those of you that give on a monthly basis, that gave end of year donations last month. Thank you to, to all of you because you make it possible for us to amplify voices like Yakko's. I, I just I just want to take a second to to encourage. Um, Those of you that have been giving to Wall Builders Live and to Wall Builders uh, to continue to do so in 2023. This is a year where where amplifying these voices is going to be more important than ever. This is the tipping point year. I truly believe that. This is where our movement grows like crazy, where people are getting involved that have never been involved before. And we have been positioned uh, at at a place in time, literally for such a time as this, to be able to equip and inspire and and educate people that now have their eyes open and their ears open and they're listening and they're looking to learn. And so thank you for participating and helping make that happen by donating. And you can do that today at wallbuilderslive.com. Check out that website, and you can also get into the archives and listen to past programs as well. Normally I'm here with David and Tim. Uh, David and Tim Barton, of course, uh, you know, David founded Wall Builders decades ago for the purpose of restoring our foundations, rebuilding the walls, just like the verse in Nehemiah says. Uh, he is America's premier historian and, uh, and 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 just a privilege to get to learn at his feet for all these decades that I've been with him. And then, of course, Tim Barton, national speaker and pastor. He's president of Wall Builders. He's somebody you should have into your community. I think one of the most important speakers in America today. So if you hadn't booked him and you need to check that out today at wallbuilders.com. Well, let's head out to the Pro Family Legislators Conference. This is Yako Bullions. You're listening to Wall <laughs>
1: I want to just start right off the bat by thanking Audrey and JP Decker, Tim and David Barton, wall builders. Always a shout out for Mercury One, Glenn Beck, Suzanne Grishman. We office with them. I'm going to go for the jugular straight away. 40 hours ago, exactly, I was just calculating. 40 hours ago, I was in a pit. Not emotionally or spiritually, I was physically in a pit. 40 feet down with one entrance on bedrock that's over 3,000 years old. That's right. 40 hours ago, I was in the pit that Jesus was thrown into after he was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. 20 hours ago, I landed here from Tel Aviv, Israel. As I was praying about this message this morning, sitting in that pit on the floor, where my Messiah was thrown into a hole, which David wrote in Psalm 88 and predicted that it would come to a T. And I'm sitting there knowing it's bedrock. There's very few places in Israel where they can prove this is where Jesus fell. This is where he walked. This, the Catholics suspect over here, the Armenians over here, the Jews over here. But there's some places where it's bedrock, where they go back where the carvings, where the lots were cast is carved into the stone. And this is one of them. And I'm sitting there with the realization that before this man took a single whip, he's thrown into a pit of human feces in the darkness. And that would be the low of low of any of us today in society. Yet he knew what was coming. They raised him out of that pit into a quadrant where he'd be whipped then to carry his cross, to fall three times, to meet Simon of Serene, a black man. We want to talk race? What an honor. You want to know if the black American should be honored? Got to carry the cross. We've lost our way. I've never met the man that spoke in front of me, but our messages are going to be very similar because as I'm sitting on that bedrock, I understand anew after 28 years of fighting human trafficking. This is our 28th year. When we say human trafficking, we're talking about predominantly the sexual exploitation of children. After 28 years of fighting human trafficking, sitting on a bedrock where my Messiah laid down, knowing that he died for both those that will be afflicted, but also the perpetrator. And there's a new reality that washes over me 40 hours ago. Asking him, give me new revelation, new ways, new strategies. I'm going to wall builders. What do we charge these legislators with? What can you physically do to move the needle back to the plumb line, which is the heart of God, which is the bedrock of our country? When you walk Israel, there's a city above a city above a city. And there used to be a wall and now another wall. And I go, where's the bedrock? Where did he walk? Where did his blood fall? It's back to the basics. Any football coach will tell you, if you cannot do the basics, you will not win. That's how the Cowboys lose to a team that's lost five in a row. (laughs) You go away from the basics. Well, let me give you basics. From there he goes to Golgotha. He's crucified. He dies. And that's where I want Christians to start focusing. What happens in the three days that he's in the tomb? Oh, he's sleeping. No. I charge you to go read your word. That's where the war is waged. Where the one that was convicted called satan is cast out of heaven with a third of the angels that's where the redemption happens. so when he comes out of the tomb i now can look at a sex traffic survivor that's 12 years old and say there is hope why because he was on that bedrock he did die for you he stood up out of the grave you're in the grave right now you can stand up again otherwise i have nothing
0: quick break folks we'll be right back you're listening to wall builders Have you noticed the vacuum of leadership in America? We're looking around for leaders of principle to step up and too often, no one is there. God is raising up a generation of young leaders with a passion for impacting the world around them. They're crying out for the mentorship and leadership training they need. Patriot Academy was created to meet that need. Patriot Academy graduates now serve in state capitals around America, in the halls of Congress, in business, in the film industry, in the pulpit, in every area of the culture. They're leading effectively and impacting the world around them. Patriot Academy is now expanding across the nation, and now's your chance to experience this life-changing week that trains champions to change the world. Visit PatriotAcademy.com for dates and locations. Our core program is still for young leaders 16 to 25 years old, but we also now have a citizen track for adults. So visit the website today to learn more. Help us fill the void of leadership in America. Join us in training champions to change the world at PatriotAcademy.com.
2: This is Tim Barton from Wall Builders with another moment from American history. After the final victory at Yorktown, the Continental Army awaited the outcome of peace negotiations with Great Britain. Pastor Israel Evans, a chaplain in the Army, proposed to George Washington that they build a structure where church services could be held during the months of waiting. Washington approved the plan and urged his officers to ensure that the soldiers attended service. Pastor Evans further knew, if we were to secure the liberties they had fought for, sound education would be crucial. He declared... Every parent and every friend to the freedom of his country ought to be attentive to the improvement of our youth and the principles of freedom and good government, and then the people will stand fast in their liberty for a long time. Our schools today need to return to teaching the principles of freedom and good government in order for America to survive and prosper. For more information about Pastor Israel Evans and other colonial patriots, go to wallbuilders.com.
0: Welcome back to Walbiters. We are listening to a pro-family legislators conference presentation by Yako Bullions, and we're going to dive right back into that presentation now that we're back from the break. In
1: 1994, my sister was trafficked. I was 18, raised by a single mother. So last year when they asked, what is a woman? I was not confused like Katanji Brown. I had books I could write about what is a woman. If you ask me, can a woman, dot, 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 I say, I don't care what you feel and the answer is yes. Why? Because I saw the woman do it. I saw when my dad abandoned me, my mom stayed. I saw the woman on her knees. I saw a woman when my sister got trafficked and was missing for six years. My mom did not one morning say, I'm despondent, I'm distressed. She said, he has her, he will deliver her, we will rebuild that life. And so it happened. So we were called to fight this atrocity in 1994. You learn a lot in 28 years. First, you got to find your own sister, which then happened six years later. Then I immigrate to the United States. I was just sharing. I arrive in the United States three weeks after 9-11. Actually, my flight got canceled. They called me and said, you think you're immigrating? You're not. All flights are canceled. No flights go in. My career, my, my life flashed in front of my eyes. I get a phone call from South African Airways, and they said, we picked 40 passengers to go on a plane that's taking medical supplies to New York City. You're one of them. I land at JFK. I get a cab. I drive to the Hudson River. I walk. From the Hudson down to ground zero, three weeks, my steps are leaving footprints in in the ash. I take a letter from my grandfather, who was a fire chief, and he said, you take this to engine nine. If you open it, I'll disown you. It's not for you, it's for them. I get a station chief, tear stains down his cheeks. I arrive in an America that's united around God, because in that moment, you pray. In that moment, when your buildings are falling and you don't know what's happening you pray i always tell men that didn't serve in the military let them shoot enough bullets at you you'll start praying i hand a letter to a fire chief he reads it he said did you read this letter i said i was not allowed to sir He takes a picture off the wall he signs it he says take this picture and send it back to my brother and he reads me a letter from my grandfather to that engine chief that was the first engine to go into the buildings and he said I am your brother my biggest pain in my heart is that God did not unite us so I can run into the buildings with you but you're not alone you've got an army praying for your nation you've got an army praying for your city that is America That's the America that I think if the founding fathers would come out of the grave, would say, did you not only preserve what we gave you, but did you build on it? My job as a father of three children so far is that my ceiling is their floor. Our founding father's ceiling is not our floor. We're below their floor. It's despicable what has happened in our nation that we've squandered one of the greatest gifts that was given to us and that is freedom it's a gift it is in fact the parable of the talents God gave us the American dream I am a citizen now and yes brother I am an African-American <laughs> See, I stood in this room a year ago with a legislator named Todd Russ that's sitting back there with his wife Christy and Todd helped us champion a bill in the state of Oklahoma it became House Bill 3702, signed by Governor Stitt, enacted into law November 1st, just a couple of weeks ago. It's the first bill of its kind in this nation, and it's an atrocity that we, we had to write a bill to get pornographic material out of the curriculum in children's classrooms. But we wrote that bill. God wrote it through us. Todd Russ said, God picked me, I'll champion it. Senator Weaver in Oklahoma signed the strongest bill to combat pornography in curriculum, but it got stuck. Todd called me one morning, gave me 30 minutes to be here. I showed up in this room at a lunch, and Oklahomans, those of you who were here, remember we made rounds of tables and rallied the troops. And now Oklahoma has a bill where a parent has the right to take action against an individual teacher, a school board, a superintendent, or the content creator that's normally third party. I I encourage you to read House Bill 3702 in Oklahoma. I encourage you to work with our team that's here today to bring it to your state. It is sad that we have to write a bill that says you cannot talk about anal sex to a 10-year-old. I should have warned Audrey, I'm the wrong guy to come in with political correctness. I frankly, my dear, do not give. (laughs) I know what will happen in my future. I will get to stand alone without any of my children or my wife or our team. I'll get to stand alone in front of my Messiah. And he's going to ask me as he's going to ask you, what did you do with what I gave you? Do not miss this point. As a legislator, you were given a gift, an opportunity to make change according to the word of God. And if not for this, then you have no purpose to defend the voiceless and the innocent. We are in fact a republic for a reason. I come from a democracy, the most racist nation in history, potentially South Africa. I was in military when Nelson Mandela left the ship. I was on a knife's edge where we knew surely today we start civil war. What people don't know is we had a sniper. His sole job was to take out Nelson Mandela if he crossed a chalk line on the floor. I learned later that they had a sniper to take out our white president if he didn't allow Nelson Mandela to cross the white chalk line on the floor. See, media hasn't just gone stupid today. It's always manipulated. It's always told the wrong story. It's always served a different master. A dollar bill that says, "In God we trust, but also will show you the all-seeing Illuminati eye on the back.
0: All right, folks, one more break today. Stay with us. You're listening to Wallbillers.
2: Hey, this is Tim Barton with Wall Builders. And as you've had the opportunity to listen to Wall Builders Live, you've probably heard the wealth of information about our nation about our spiritual heritage, about the religious liberties, about all the things that makes America exceptional. And you might be thinking, as incredible as this information is, I wish there was a way that I could get one of the Wall Builders guys to come to my area and share with my group, whether it be a church, whether it be a Christian school or public school or some political event or activity. If you're interested in having a Wall builder speaker come to your area, you can get on our website at www.wallbuilders.com. And there's a tab for scheduling. And if you'll click on that tab, you'll notice there's a list of information from speakers bios to events that are already going on. And there's a section where you can request an event to bring this information about who we are, where we came from, our religious liberties and freedoms. Go to the wall builders website and bring a speaker to your area.
0: Welcome back to Wobblers. We're going to jump right back in with Jaco out at the Wobblers Pro-Family Legislators Conference.
1: In that moment, Nelson Mandela infamously walks across that white line with his fist raised up, knowing surely he was told there's a sniper, but we have one too. And I got to meet both those boys, black and white, come in our house together, and they repented, and they wept, and they accepted Christ together, and one said to the other, God told me not to fire. See, I lived in racism. I lived with a mother who was a teacher who was thrown in prison because she wouldn't teach in her classroom if it was not diverse. I didn't read the book. I listened to the sirens at 5 p.m. when the black kid had to go off off the street. I had the rock come through my window calling us derogatory names. Then my sister gets trafficked. So much of America Day, we talk about things we've never lived. So if you haven't lived it, then you have to go back to the one who did. And you must learn from that one. So when we talk about sex trafficking, we have to ask those who were trafficked, those who were indecently touched by a father. We have to talk to the children that come out of the foster care system and say, what happens in there? Tell us what goes on. The fastest growing form of sex trafficking, the sexual exploitation, the rape of children in America today, and this is an 18 month study. And the Lord knows I said on too many boards, too many. I got to get off some of them. So, this is first hand uh, information. The fastest growing form is familial trafficking, it's not kidnapping. Kidnapping is 1.7% of the crime. The movie Take and Lie to You it's in your community it's in your church it's in your church it's in every school in the United States of America every every community This crime doesn't profile. It doesn't care about your race, gender, class, socioeconomic status. It couldn't care less. It is sex. It's something that was designed by God to bring a man and a woman together to procreate, to build the kingdom of God, to further the gospel so God's tribe can grow and have dominion on earth as we will reign for a thousand years soon to come. But sex as a weapon is dangerous. Ask any married couple how complex sex is. Any. Bishop, in your marriage, sex is complicated. It's complex. A five-year-old doesn't have the ability to conceptualize sex. But then God's word says, a seed planted in fertile soil will grow. Okay, let's read the text carefully. It says a seed. It doesn't say a good seed or a bad seed. Every seed planted in fertile soil will grow. When you talk to a five-year-old in kindergarten, and this is in your state, because it's in Texas. It was in Oklahoma. By God's grace now, the pre-K through 12th grade is protected in Oklahoma, but it's not in Texas. Not another state in the country. One out of 50. 50. has that bill. The five-year-old is not able to listen from a familial figure, someone with influence, someone with trust, such as a teacher, to talk to him at age five about masturbation in the classroom. It's a seed, people. The word masturbation is a seed. All the teacher needs to do is to say the word masturbation satan goes to thank you for the open door he's a prowling lion looking for open doors in your life your personal life that five-year-old now has a seed planted in fertile soil a child is fertile soil not corrupted yet innocent out of the mouth of babes comes the truth now that seed is planted Satan was now granted access into the life of that child by an irresponsible broken vessel called the teacher. Because hurt people hurt people. We have a tremendous amount of spiritually broken people in the United States that need help. They need restoration. But we elevate them to places of authority, to leadership, to the pulpit. And they plant seeds every day. And Satan says, thank you. So now that five-year-old child immediately thinks it's okay to discuss the concept of sex with an adult. The child now has lost the ability to differentiate between is this a good adult or a bad adult? Because frankly, if I lock the doors here and we go one by one, the child has lost the ability to differentiate. That's why when you grew up, the, the the slogan was stranger danger. It wasn't some strangers danger, it's all strangers. Because a child cannot, does not have the ability to differentiate motive, intent.
0: All right, folks, we're out of time for today. You've been listening to the Pro Family Legislators Conference, and we're going to finish up that presentation tomorrow. You can learn more about Wallbuilders at our website, wallbuilders.com, or our radio site, wallbuilderslive.com, and that's the place to make that one-time or monthly contribution. We appreciate you being a part of amplifying our voice, being a force multiplier that allows us to reach more people with messages just like what you're hearing today. And then also just to equip and inspire them, you know, we have our Thursday programs. Normally, uh, it's Foundations of Freedom Thursday. Now today we're we're doing a special program uh, because of the Pro Family Legislators Conference. But normally, you hear uh, we hear from you and get your questions, and we dive into those foundational questions about the Constitution, what does the Bible say about how we should interact as a community, all of those different things. And then on Fridays, we have Good News Friday. Normally, but tomorrow, of course, we'll be finishing out this presentation. But Good News Friday is a chance for you to get a little pick-me-up every week and, and find out about some of the good things that are going on out there in the culture. We do the good, the bad, and the ugly around here. We're eyes wide open. We don't perfume it up. We don't just wave the flag and hope that everything will turn out. Uh, we we want to know the truth, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we want to know why that flag, that American flag, is worthy of being waved and how to restore its greatness. And so that's why we hit all of these subjects, eyes wide open. Uh, but uh, but we appreciate you being a part of it. Appreciate you listening. Thank you for your donations. Thanks for listening to Wallpaper's.
2: And on